Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to your back to the show. Thank you so, so much for clicking on today's episode. I'm coming at you live from my bed. You guys know that I have to set the scene for you. I am quite exhausted, okay? I'm a tired girl. I'm so tired that I rolled over in the middle of the night for some reason and decided that it would be a good idea to turn off all of my alarms and why... 3 a.m. me decided to turn off all of my alarms is just beyond me, but that's exactly what I did. I ended up waking up at like 7.30 today, like it was one of those days, and rolled out of bed and was like, holy shit, I totally forgot that I booked a workout, and then I just said screw it to the entire routine, and I just got dressed and ready for work, I packed my stuff, and I went and I got a cup of coffee. So that is how I started my day. And now I'm ending it by chatting with you guys in bed because it's like almost 10 p.m. And this is the first like free second that I've had all day. So that is that. I was watching Instagram stories today and Alana Bloomberg posted an Instagram story. I think it was like, I think her prompt was like, what's uh, what's causing friction in your life right now? And someone said creating content and juggling a nine-to-five and her response was super well put and she made some really good points but I just felt like seen and heard for the first time in a long time. I talk a lot about working a nine-to-five but I don't talk a lot about the fact that I work a nine-to-five but I also do my own thing and so watching her story today just like made me feel heard. I was like thank you so much for saying something It is hard to juggle both and I don't think that a lot of people realize that like this isn't my full-time job. Also, I just wanted to throw this out here. I'm not like shading anybody or getting upset with anybody. I don't want anyone to think that I'm like not grateful or anything, but I'm truly just one person. I've got got two points here, okay guys? (laughs) Two points. And then I'll just be like happy hunky-dory, like we'll go into the topic and stuff. Because I have a lot of fun things to update you guys on. And today's going to be a good episode. For the group chat, okay? If you apply to be in the group chat, we'll use the word apply loosely. Um, Sign up to be in the group chat. There's like a couple questions that you have to answer. And I have to like manually go in and approve everybody. Going in and manually approving everybody takes like a bit of time. Like every time I log into Geneva, there's so many people that have like asked to join the group chat. So I'll like manually approve like a handful at a time. But I don't get like a notification that says like someone who joined the group chat and I'm also not always on the platform. So please be patient with me when it comes to joining the group chat. I try to do it like every day or every other day, like go in and approve everybody. So please, please, please just be patient with me. Second thing is when it comes to like DMs, emails, all this kind of stuff, once again, please just be patient with me. I got a message from someone today. She asked me to essentially do her a favor, which is donating a lot of my time and energy into a project that she's working on. And um, I asked her to please send me an email about the project. She sent it over the weekend and I just hadn't gotten back to her yet. And I woke up to a DM that was like, it's hard over DM because you like can't tell tone of voice, but it was like, I sent it like, where are you? Like, are you ever going to respond kind of thing? And so I was just like, what? (laughs) Like, you're asking me to do you a favor. And I literally don't have the capacity to do it all. So 
please just be patient with me. I'm literally just one person. I know when I'm editing this, I'm going to go back and be like, Lily, like chill. You're just feeling overwhelmed. Like it's fine. But I think it needs to be said like on Instagram, you only see like two seconds of a person's life. And just because they post a picture like right now doesn't mean that they're on their phone. Just because they post a picture of them doing something doesn't mean that it's happening right now. For example, I posted me flying back from Nashville, which we'll talk about in a second because that is my high for the week. We'll talk about highs and lows. But like I posted me flying back from Nashville the day after I actually flew back. Like I was literally sitting in my cubicle at work when I posted me flying back from Nashville. So just goes to show you never know what people are really up to. So take everything with a grain of salt and know that we're all just trying our best and sometimes your best looks different. And that's just how it goes. Now that I've got all of that off my chest, I'm feeling a lot better. Let's talk about our highs and lows. I guess I'll start with my low because it kind of ties into my high. And it's always best to start with a low because then we'll end on a high note. My low would probably have to be the fact that my skin is really flaring up. And I know that there are a couple things that are contributing to this. First is the fact that I switched a couple of my products because I just felt like it was time for a switch up. I've been using the same thing for like, I don't know, probably like two years. And your skin gets used to the same stuff. So like, it's good to switch it up. But it's also really risky because you don't know if it's actually going to go well or not. And I think I'm in the category of like, it's getting worse before it gets better kind of thing. So we're just going to like go for the best. So I'm debating on whether or not I should stick it out with these products or if I should go back to what I used to use. But my skin has always just been really sensitive and really acne prone. I know like things are out of balance right now. So my skin is like really not happy with me. The second reason why my skin is flaring up is because I had myself a bit of a weekend. So I knew that this was going to happen. I'm running on like maybe a handful of hours of sleep from the past couple days and I just had like one of the best weekends of my life. So let's just go ahead and talk about that because it was a high. Like it's it's kind of worth the breakout and like worth feeling puffy and worth feeling really tired because I had so much fun. So I don't regret my weekend for a second. We had a blast, um, but I'm definitely facing some consequences um, because my body's just like, Lily, we're exhausted. You need to give me some TLC because this is like ridiculous. On the show, we often talk about the importance of working smarter, not harder. It's no secret that I am highly susceptible to overwhelm. And because of that, Magic Mind is a tool that I've been using to do more without additional mental and physical stress. So Magic Mind is the world's first productivity shot. Each shot actually contains a combination of 13 active ingredients designed to enhance your focus, your creativity, your energy levels, and your motivation while decreasing stress in your body. I've added Magic Mind into my morning routine by taking it alongside my morning cup of coffee. I personally found it easier to get into a flow state at work. I found myself getting distracted less and just kind of an overall enhancement of the work that I've been able to produce. It kind of tastes like matcha and I really have been enjoying it and I think that you guys would too. So Magic Mind wants you to start crushing life. So they're actually giving you a super generous offer of 20% off with your first purchase or 40% when you subscribe. All you have to do is visit magicmind.co slash 8020 and use code 8020, that's E-I-G-H-T-Y 20 for 20% off your first purchase 
or 40% off when you get the subscription. Also, the 40% off code only lasts for the next 10 days, so make sure you act now so you don't miss out. Again, that's magicmind.co slash 8020 and code 8020-E-I-G-H-T-Y-2-0 for 20% off of your purchase or 40% off when you subscribe. But my high would have to be the fact that I had an incredible weekend. I'm recording this on Tuesday night, so I got back Sunday night. And the Wednesday before that, so I guess last Wednesday, I was on the phone with my friend Abby and she just moved to Nashville like six weeks ago. And she was like, Lily, you just need to get out of town. You need to come to Nashville. And I was like, I don't know. It's like not really like me to do a spontaneous trip. Like I'm not packed. I don't have this. I don't have that. And she's like, literally, who cares? Come to Nashville. I'm like, no, you're right. Let me just book a plane right now. So found a flight, got it booked, flew out on Friday night, landed at 10 p.m.-ish Nashville time. We were back at her house getting full glam, and then we had called an Uber by like 11.45 or midnight. Like literally we hit the ground running. I guess I'll just like go really into detail here for you guys. I don't think that it's like a secret that I like to have a good time. But I don't necessarily talk about partying a lot. I'm not like a huge party girl, but I love to have a good time. I love to dance and I I just, I I like to have a good time with my friends. And I'm definitely in a season of life where my, I don't want to say number one goal, but one of my top goals is to just make tons of memories, make tons of friends and have so much fun. And I feel like when you're young, that should be your goal. Obviously, you need to progress in life and work hard to get better. But when you're always working so hard to better yourself, you kind of lose like the fun aspect of life, which is kind of what this episode's about. When I got the invitation to come to Nashville, I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to go have a good time and I'm not going to feel guilty about it. And that was probably one of the first times in my life that I did something spontaneous had a blast doing it, and didn't regret it. So I guess I will just go into depth about my weekend because why the heck not? It was so much freaking fun. So we were at this bar the first night, had a time. We sung, we danced, we flirted, we had so much fun. Got home at like three and then we went to bed right away. We woke up the next day and we walked to a coffee shop that was kind of by her house. We took the dogs It was super nice to just like wake up and get out of the house and get some fresh air. Um, I didn't really feel that bad. I was pleasantly surprised, but we took a long walk and that was nice. And then Abby had made us reservate. One thing that I love about Abby, I hope that she's listening to this, is she does such a fantastic job of planning things and making shit go well. I've never had a bad time with her. She's just like the, the freaking best. So she booked us a couple different reservations and... I was like, hell yeah, let's just go. Like, yes, 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 we're going to do everything. So we went to this place called Layer Cake for brunch. And they had like really yummy drinks. And it's super like girly and pretty in there. You guys will just have to like Google the place. It was tons of fun. Um, We met these people that were sitting next to us. And they had some really fun plans for the day. Oh, and then after that, we did tons of shopping. We went to Boot Country. Guys, Boot Country, I don't know if they have this deal all the time. But it was buy one pair of boots and get two pairs of boots for free. The boots were like $260, $280, I think. But we got two pairs for free. So what we did essentially was we bought boots for me and Abby and Lexi. 
my sister, my younger sister, who lives with me, um, we knew that we had to bring her back a souvenir. So we got her some boots and we just split it three ways. So each of us only ended up paying like 80 bucks for the boots that were like two something. So go to boot country if you're in Nashville and you want some good boots. And apparently that's like the place to go. And then we went back to her house for a couple hours and just like hung out. And then we had reservations at this place called Pushing Daisies. It's a margarita bar on Broadway. And it was super cool. It was kind of like speakeasy vibe. Like you had to have a reservation to get in. I would highly, highly recommend. It's very like experience oriented. So I would definitely go if you love a good margarita. This whole trip was just filled with so many fun, cool moments. And one of the coolest would probably have to be when I heard my name and I turned around and it was actually a listener. And so shout out to you, Sarah. It was super fun to hang with you. We actually ended up going to 1230 with her and we just hung out for like an hour or two, had drinks. It was super, super fun. So seriously, if you're listening to this, Sarah, thank you so much for saying hi. It was such a blast to hang out with you. She was like so cute too. She's like, oh my gosh, like this is such a cool content opportunity. Like she was like taking videos for me. It was like just so cool to meet a listener in person and it's happened before a handful of times but like this is probably one of my like coolest experiences so seriously sarah thank you so much for saying hi such a fun time to hang with you and then after that we met up with a couple of abby's friends and we hit all like the country singer bars of course we did jason aldean's we did whiskey row we did miranda's we did florida georgia line um we got hot dogs at this food truck called weenie fever so that was kind of fun the next day was pretty chill we went to um it was this coffee shop with like strawberry oat milk lattes which is kind of fun and cool but i forget what it's called uh it was called elixir um at fifth and broadway and then after that i took an uber back to the airport and i went home so it was a super quick trip but like jam-packed with so much fun and when i tell you guys like this was what I needed. I'm not joking. And taking this trip inspired today's episode because I think oftentimes we get so wrapped up in this idea that like the routine has to go on. We have to follow this certain structure to our lives or else we're not going to hit our goals. But honestly, I think that's bullshit. I spent so much of my life thus far trying to be, or at least feeling like I have to be, such a routine person and such a planner but within the past i'd say six months or so something has shifted in me and i love a good routine don't get me wrong love my morning routines i think you know a routine's good for you but to some degree i think having a routine takes the fun out of your life let me elaborate on this If you've listened to the show for a while, you know that routines are super important to me. They're a big theme on the show. I talk about them a lot. I'm super big on my morning routine. But within the past like six months or so, I would have to say that there's been a huge shift inside of me. Part one of the shift is that I'm starting to prioritize having fun over having a routine. And we'll get into that in a second. Shift number two is that I've started to flip my extroverted energy with my introverted energy. And as much as I appreciate my alone time, I've started to feel more energized around people, which is really, really weird for me. I used to be like the biggest introvert, but now like coming back from this weekend where all I did was hang out with people, 
all I want to do now is hang out with more people. It's super, super weird. So I don't know if this is normal. I don't know if this is natural. But I almost feel like I don't enjoy being alone. And obviously, I appreciate my alone time. I can still like go to the grocery store alone. I obviously love like doing my morning routine alone and all this stuff. But when it comes to just relaxing, I'd rather kick back on the couch and just hang out with a friend, like have a super chill hangout session than to sit by myself and like watch a Netflix show. So I don't know if this is like a normal thing that people go through as they're getting older or if it's just a me thing that's happening, but I feel like I'm recharging better with people than recharging away from people. I also have a couple other shifts that are happening, but I don't want to kind of like bore you guys with that. Long story short, because so much is shifting in my life, the routines that I've set in place prior to these shifts aren't really working for the version of myself that I am today. That's kind of a good segue into today's episode, which is why your routine isn't working and how to create one that does. So I guess the first step in this process is to decide if your routine is working for you or not. So how exactly can you tell if your routine isn't working? I think you kind of know in your gut when something isn't working for you. Maybe you don't feel jazzed about it. Obviously, there are times where like motivation is going to come and go. For example, I have a workout book for tomorrow morning. Do I feel motivated to go? No. But do I have the flexibility like I had today to go in the evening? No. So will I make it a point to make sure that I don't oversleep? Absolutely. And I will make my workout even if it's early, even if I don't feel like doing it. Motivation is definitely fleeting, but I'm committed. And I would definitely have to say that I'm jazzed about this workout that I have booked for tomorrow. So it doesn't feel wrong. However, if you're scheduling things in your morning that you just genuinely don't like to do, of course you're not going to want to wake up for it because you're not jazzed about it. A couple episodes ago, I opened up about how the fall was kind of tough for me and I really just felt like I was going through it, whatever whatever it is. I was just going through it. But I think that that's because I really was trying to stick to a routine that wasn't working for me. And not only was that my morning routine, but it was also my workout routine. It was also my, um, just kind of the way that I like was just going about my day-to-day routine. It just really wasn't working for me and it just felt wrong. And that's because it was. And looking back, I would try to make things work, but I felt so unaligned and out of tune with myself just because I was spreading myself too thin. It's almost like I had too many things booked into my routine, that I couldn't do it, so like nothing got done. I definitely think that a big reason why a lot of us are walking around in routines that don't work for us is because we think that we have to fit our day-to-day life in the same exact mold as someone else. When I used to vlog on YouTube, my morning routine videos would do the best. My morning routines had the most views. It's like people just couldn't get enough of the morning routines. Like people just ate that shit up. And then I would probably have to say like college studying routine or like college whatever routine was probably the second best type of video. And it's because people just genuinely want so badly to have a perfect routine. It's like super glamorized too to have like the best routine out there. But ultimately the only person who can make a routine work for you is you. And there's no one in this world 
whose routine is going to meet your needs like to a T. And so I think that it's crazy that routine content does the best. So once you finally wake up and realize that your routine should in fact be customized to your needs rather than a carbon copy of everyone else's, it's really, really freeing. So I think that an overarching theme here kind of continues to be like, your routine probably doesn't work simply because it's wrong for you. There's nothing wrong with you. Your routine is simply just wrong for you. I would definitely have to say that it's hard to solve a problem when you aren't sure what area to fix. So I would start by looking at your routine at a high level and ask yourself, am I too strict with my routine? Do I leave room for fun in my day-to-day routine? Do I leave room for choices in my day-to-day routine? Is this routine tailored specifically to my current needs? Does it actually fit my schedule? Do I give myself enough time to do what I want to do? Does my routine move me closer to my goals or does it hold me back? So those questions are for you to answer. Maybe you pause this episode and rewind and like write them down on pieces of paper and answer like, yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Maybe fill in some blanks there. I don't know. But there might be something good that comes out of those prompts. I think for me, before the new year started, when I looked at my routine, I decided that most of it was just kind of out of whack. I wasn't really good at keeping the promises that I was making to myself. I was kind of just checking the boxes and like going through the motions rather than leaving room for fun and leaving room for the things that I actually liked to do. So as much of like a morning person as I am, I kind of stopped doing my routine towards the end of 2022, my my morning routine, because I just wasn't enjoying it. It felt so redundant and so repetitive and boring. And I felt like when I rolled out of bed, I was like stepping on a conveyor belt and I was just going through the motions and just doing it to do it and not gaining anything from it. So that was just one piece of my day-to-day routine that wasn't working for me. And there were tons of other areas when I kind of took this, uh, I guess we'll call it like an audit of my routines. There were just tons of other areas that I was like, okay, I can do away with that. I can go deeper into this. I can do this instead of that. And it was just a really good exercise to kind of map out what was working, what wasn't working, what needed to change, and what I was going to do instead. So now that you've kind of taken a deeper dive into your routine, it's time to create one that works. I touched on this a little bit earlier in the episode, just how I'm kind of prioritizing fun. I'm kind of switching this extroverted and introverted energy. But I definitely think that different seasons of your life are going to require different things. So just because something worked for you like a year or two ago doesn't mean that it's going to work now and that's okay. You've just outgrown that piece of your routine and you need to change it. It's like when you have a plant that gets too big for its pot, same thing. I also think that you need to come to terms with the fact that structure and organization are great. Don't get me wrong. I think that they're super important, but it kills creativity. And for me, I found that when there's too much like rigid structure... If there's even the most like minor inconvenience in the calendar or like minor schedule change, I get so worked up about it, okay? Because I've like planned my day to a T and like everything has to go as planned. And if one thing gets shifted by 30 minutes, the whole thing gets fucked up. And that's not a really good way to live your life, okay? I found it really freeing to let go of structure, which sounds counterproductive, but is actually probably one of the best decisions that I could have ever made for myself. So now that you've come to terms with the fact that 
this season of your life might require something different or something new, and you've come to the terms with the fact that structure and organization aren't necessarily the key to success, it's time to draft this new routine of yours. I really do think that a good way to initiate a new routine is to jot down all the things that you hope to put into your routine. And maybe it's your morning routine, maybe it's your night routine, maybe it's your daily routine, I don't know, workout routine, whatever routine you're deciding to draft here. Literally write down all the things that you want to do. So if it's your morning routine, just because that's easy. If you want to drink a glass of water, do a gratitude practice, go to your morning workout and get a cup of coffee, write those four things down and then make sure that you actually have time to do all four of those things. A big problem with routine creation is that we're too ambitious and we try to overcrowd the schedule when in reality you might not have time to do all four of those things. Maybe you don't have time to get a cup of coffee so instead of going out to buy a cup of coffee you can get a coffee maker at home that you love and make a cup of coffee before you leave for your workout or make a cup of coffee when you come home from your workout. So once you've made a realistic kind of roadmap here make sure that you have a little bit of wiggle room because the last thing you want is to plug all these items into your routine and something goes sideways and you're like well shit the whole thing's messed up now leave room for fun leave room for error and leave room for opportunities and leave a little bit of room to be spontaneous okay i think too that when you're working on a new routine it might require a little bit of trial and error so try something for like two weeks if it's like a morning routine trial and error try it for two weeks see how it goes write down how you're feeling write down what's working write down what's not working ask yourself if your day was better because of these things and if it's a yes continue them if it's a no discontinue them and last but not least i think it's really important to hold yourself accountable and make sure that you're keeping promises to yourself when i started making and keeping promises to myself it kind of took me up a level in the relationship that i have with myself it's kind of like when you have a friend and you and that friend maybe share really vulnerable things or you guys just, I don't know, somehow have some sort of connection where you trust each other and you're very confident in the friendship that you have with them. Same thing goes with the friendship that you have with yourself. If you were to get on the treadmill, okay, and you tell yourself that you're going to run two miles, make sure that you actually run two miles, don't stop at 1.9, literally go the extra mile and keep that promise to yourself because truly it is such a confidence boost to be like, I told myself I was going to do it and I did it and I feel good because of it rather than kind of like quitting a little bit early because maybe you're tired. I think ultimately your routine has to be something that you wake up every single day and look forward to doing. If you take away anything from this episode, let it be this. Routines are super important, don't get me wrong. Healthy habits are super important, don't get me wrong. Organization, structure, planning, love it, gotta have it. But when you add fun into your day-to-day life and when you prioritize things that actually make you happy, that's when you see progress because you're actually happy with the habits that you're doing. It doesn't feel forced, it doesn't feel like a chore, it feels like you're having fun. All right, you guys, that is all I have for you today. I really, really hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please be sure to drop a five-star rate and review. 
like the show, share the show, send it to a friend that might enjoy it too. Tag me on Instagram at 8020pod and at lilyrayco. I will have both of those linked in the show notes. Have a great rest of your week. I love you guys so, so much. And I will talk to you on Thursday.